Hello, and welcome to another edition of Education is the Best Medicine. And welcome to part two of our show with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Harrison, uh, Christopher and Nika Harrison? Nika. Nika Harrison? See, I'm going to get it right. Uh, we were talking about their book, How uh, to Help Your Child Achieve Success, uh, Academic Success in School. Uh, it's a book penned by both of them. And I want to again uh, welcome back to the show. Nika? Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, wanted to kind of get started because I wanted to go through the book um, a little bit about when you first penned it and then let's go chapter by chapter about mm -hmm. you know what it contains and some of the things you think are important. I really want to attack this piece about uh, studious versus non-studious in P Appendix A. I want you to get a hold of these folks, get their book, uh, um, uh, the best way to get a hold of them, we're flashing the uh, uh, number on the screen, and I want you to get a hold of them, give them a call. Academic questions, they're more than happy to answer. They're in the community, that's how I met them. Uh, family oriented, the whole, I mean, everything. It's just, it's just you know, it's too much. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, tell us a little bit about the concept of the book, and, um, uh, and then we're going to start going chapter by chapter. The, the uh, book was motivated. We, we were aware of the conditioned state of our young people uh, in our communities with regards to education, high dropout rates, uh, you know, high suspension rates and low test scores and we uh, were just seeking God about how can we use the gifts and talents that he had blessed us with and we were led to uh, the book of Nehemiah and there was a scripture we read in there where it said you know, we will arise and build. And so the book really is an attempt to, is motivated from that scripture and to reach out to, to, to parents and communities and schools to say, let's arise and let's rebuild our families and our communities through education. Uh, we go through an intro and the first chapter of the book is, did your child go to school today? <laughs> Tell us about that. Well, um, that was an attempt to actually address the fact that it, it's difficult for your child to actually get information if they're not actually in class. So um, the, the first thing that we need to address is, is your child consistently attending class so that they can get the information that is provided in the classroom? It's, it's, it's difficult to try to advocate for your child and be an effective advocate if your child's never in class because the teacher uh, generally you have I, I used to always tell my parents or the parents that I would work with uh, you or even the kids that I, I counseled you give us more ammunition if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. so that was an attempt to talk to parents about the importance of the child physically being in class and present and engaged. Uh, the second chapter is your child borrowing uh, class materials again? Right. And, and that, that's important because uh, when, when students are, when they come to class unprepared, then they end up falling into the category of, of disrupting the flow, if you will. Uh, the student has to ask for a pencil, has to ask for a binder and paper and materials. And if they develop a habit, a habit of being comfortable coming to class unprepared, that can carry on into the secondary years and high school and even into the world of work. And right now, we cannot stand to have uh, young people on their way to adulthood showing up unprepared, unprepared. Yeah, um, 
The, one of the third questions asked is uh, a question unasked is a question unanswered. Hmm. What's the meaning of that? If oftentimes, and, and I was actually, I can, I can really speak to this because I was this kind of student when I was in school. Oftentimes you have some, some students who aren't necessarily comfortable asking questions. I was one of those students. I had many questions and I was unclear about a lot of information and just simply never asked the question. It's important that we as parents help our children to become comfortable with asking questions that are un or asking questions about things that are unclear. It's our job to take them through that process. We do that at home by engaging in discussions with the kids and getting them comfortable with communicating so when they get to class, they, there's also an element of advocacy that our children do for themselves. They have to advocate for themselves by asking the necessary questions and engaging in the necessary conversations to make sure that their needs are met. You know, I have springboard to that, you know, you know, in traditional black family culture, children are seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How does that reflect, the, you know, the, uh, a question unasked is a question unanswered? Because I know that for me, growing up, sometimes I had too many questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have a son that way right now. We just picked I up. I love him already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crazy about him already. <laughs> so we, we've been, we've been, we, 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 we uh, sort of, we're exposing him to Benjamin Banneker and he wanted to know what was an almanac. So we picked up an almanac and now he has this almanac in his hand and he's been in it for the last couple of days and he's just asking questions and questions and we have to consciously slow ourselves down to say, we started this. Right now, we're, we're piquing his interest, okay, if you will. And he, he, he's, he's eight years old, and he's reading the almanac. And, he, and every, every minute of the day, he's coming. Did you know this? Did you know that? But that's great, because when they were young, we were building their literacy. I remember my wife and, and I would say, ask me a question. Ask me a question. And now we can see the results of that now. Mm -hmm. They are not afraid to communicate. And you're right. It's, it's a challenge in the black community mm -hmm. because you're right. I remember being raised and said, hey, you know, you're to be seen and not heard. <laughs> and we got to help them strike a balance between that because now we have to help temper them down at the same time to strike a balance between being humble mm -hmm. but at the same time being expressive. And it's important to be expressive in the classroom to, to be able. When I was a student at Morehouse, I remember being in the classroom and and uh, brothers would say, you know, hey, you're gonna, if you're going to participate, make sure you got your facts, okay? And if you cannot back up what you say, then it's best for you not to say anything. So then that's, uh, if we want our children to participate confidently in the classroom, we got to make sure they're prepared right. before they get to the classroom. Right. <laughs> so there's preparation in the classroom in terms of materials, but there's also preparation at home. Mm. that we get them ready for so they can engage yeah, I the think, academic learning. Uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin said, better to mask your ignorance and silence than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I know yes, there's an element of uh, fear 
that a lot of parents have because they, they, some parents feel that they cannot engage, their, engage in a discussion with their kids because maybe they don't have a certain level of education or they may not remember a lot of the stuff that their kids are doing. And it's all new now. Right. A lot of it <laughs> is new. However, there is still a way that you can engage in a discussion with your child by simply allowing them to talk to you about the notes that they have actually taken for that day. Uh, another important, because there is, there's a difference between being expressive and being respectful mm -hmm. toward adults. We were raised to, you know, that we are to be respectful toward adults. There's an element of that that you can still maintain, but it is important for us to engage in conversation with our kids. Whether we know the information or not, we can also use it as a tool. Our kids can stand to teach us something as well, and we have to understand and be willing to humble ourselves as parents and as adults and willingly say, there is something that I can learn. We're, we can learn this together. Right. And that's <laughs> where the participation takes place, is to ask your child, what did you do today? Why don't you talk to me about the notes that you, you actually took? And you know, you, you, have you taken any notes? Let me hear uh, the information that you learned today. Let's talk.